1: can save you from the might of all your sin this is the fight in which he stands in perfect victory while you have breath you have a choice to make in life turn away from your sin
2: Luke, the 11th chapter, the words of Jesus. I say to you, you must keep on asking, and it will be given to you. You must keep on seeking, and you will find. You must keep on knocking, and it will be opened to you. For everyone asking receives, and the one seeking will find, and to the one knocking it will be opened. Now which father of you, if the son will ask for bread, he will not give him a stone, will he? Or even a a fish, he will not, instead of a fish, give him a snake, will he? Or even if he might ask for an egg, he will not give him a scorpion, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father from heaven give the Holy Spirit to the one asking him? Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel probably the hardest work I've had to do in my life has been the work of prayer. Now, why is prayer difficult? It's difficult because it often seems as though nothing were happening. And so many times we have resorted to simply making a list of people we want to pray for and then going in a rote manner through the names of those people almost like a rant and nothing seems to move now I've learned many things about prayer probably the most important thing I've learned about prayer is that you have to pray if you want Jesus You have to pray. And I'm not talking about little, now lay me down to sleep prayers. I'm talking about honestly opening your heart, talking about honestly laying your life down in that prayer closet, and listening as the Holy Spirit teaches you how to pray. And teaches you what stands in the way of your prayer. For heaven's door will seem closed to all of us. And if we get discouraged and quit or resort to simply rote prayers, nothing will happen. It's when we truly begin to open our heart to Jesus as to a friend and we lay it all out and we present our requests based on promises of scripture that prayer begins to come alive it takes courage to pray it's not simply an exercise like yoga it's not simply a self-help process Prayer is asking the divine, almighty God of heaven to intervene in our situation and to change in the physical realm what is taking place there. I've often said, you can judge a man's maturity in Christ by seeing if he can pray through to victory, touch the throne of God, and have by divine power the physical realm transformed or changed, or the heart of a man or woman transformed and changed. If prayer were easy, everyone would do it and God would become a Santa Claus. God is not a Santa Claus. He is the God of heaven and earth. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And it is well for us to learn how to present our petitions and our worship and then to wait upon him. I, I can't fully explain it, particularly today as we're in this prayer meeting. But there's something in the heart of God that responds to one of his children who are willing to go into the prayer closet and just wait upon him. Not being impatient, not being accusatory, not being angry, just going in and waiting before God. Over and over, he has answered my prayer in spectacular ways and in sometimes just very common ways. He is a God who answers prayer. So today, you're welcome to call and pray, and I'm inviting you specifically to pray for the church. I almost called this broadcast today Pray for the Impossible because it seems impossible that there could be a revival in our land. Well, that's precisely when it is most needed and when God's people must earnestly cry out to him to send that revival. You're welcome to call right now. Our phone lines are all wide open. 877-534-0780 That line, again, that phone number in studio, and you'll be praying on air live over WAVA, the Washington metro area, and also on YouTube internationally. 877-534-0780. Call and open your heart to God. Almighty King, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed, holy must be your name. I ask today that your will would be done on this broadcast even as your will is done in heaven I ask that you would give us the words to pray and I ask that you would quicken in us our spirit that it might connect with your Holy Spirit. For you said, we're two or three gather in my name, there I am. I know you're here now. I sense your presence and I ask that you would come in power and give us the words to pray. Lord, I come today asking about your church. I know the church is the very center of your attention. I know the church is where your eye rests today. But I also know this church, this giant, made up of people in America is very sick and at the point of death. I know we have been infested with every kind of disease and every kind of rabid coming of the devil against us. I know your church has lost its passion and its power and we are even less than Laodicea. But Lord, I come because I know you are a God of compassion and mercy. And I know you're coming back for a people, a remnant, who are washed in the blood, who are clean, Lord, each one of us listening today to this broadcast want to be a part of that bride. And so we're coming together today to say, please, Lord, remember your church. Please remember us. Remember me. While on others thou art calling, do not pass us by. But come, Lord Jesus. I recognize the wickedness, the way the church today has sinned so grievously against you and has agreed and cooperated and sought after the the power and the recognition of the world. I recognize, Lord, that your church today is an adulterous church with every perversion entering into many, Lord, I recognize that the church is beyond hope. There is no hope of the church ever redeeming itself. I know the only hope of the church is you, Jesus. You are the head of the church. And we have failed, utterly failed, to remain connected in you We have been separated and cut off, and you have withdrawn your spirit from many. Lord, I come today asking, in faith, that you would visit your church once again. In these last days, would you raise up a remnant of people who are willing to be holy and set apart to you, Jesus, who are willing to make a covenant that they will only receive from your hand whatever you choose to give them, that they will no longer reach out their hand to grab what they think they desire. Lord, please come. We are lost without you. We are hopelessly entangled in the devil's snare, and we cannot free ourselves. So I come, Jesus, asking for your mercy, for your church in America and around the world that has been so influenced with the adulterous teachings of the American church, with the wicked prosperity teaching, with the wicked sinner-friendly church, with the wicked sinning Christian church, Lord, we have lost our way. I'm asking in your great mercy, will you send a resurrection to your church? Will you send a reformation to your church? Will you send a revival to your church? Lord, I come in faith because I know you love your church. You died for us. And I ask, almighty God, that you would come in great power and once more redeem your church. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. Well, you're welcome to call and pray. I've had all week to teach and preach and pray. This is your time. Would you call right now, 877-534-0780? Would you call and pray? If you want Jesus, you have to pray. Prayer is the opening of the heart to Jesus as to a friend. Until our heart is open, we can't pray. Will you call and pray now? Your prayer will encourage us. Welcome. we have a caller. Please pray.
3: Lord, I pray for your mercy on us and your church. I pray that you would move in our churches with your spirit, that you would call us to repentance, call us to you. I pray that you uh, you would give us passion to love you with our whole hearts, not to hold anything back, not to make excuses, but to simply follow you. I pray that for our families, for our friends, all those that we know, I pray that you would you would look in each person's heart to yes. to lead them to you. I pray for the many that are uh, that are lost, that are attending church, that they they don't even realize that they're separated from you because of sin and uh, they've never even been born again. So I, I pray for the many that are like that, they're that in a that condition that are, um, that are in need of you, and they don't even realize it. As, as the word says, that uh the church is um, poor and, um, and blind and, and naked. I just think of that. If I just say that, um, that there are many that are blinded. Um, I pray that personally we would not be blinded. I pray that you'd give us sight. I, I pray that you'd uh, that you would lead us in truth and teach us, and uh, please work through us to others. I pray for our nation as most still claim to be christians in our nation the majority are still claiming to be christians and the rest of the world sees that that's um so uh, disappointing because of what they're seeing all the sin and all the false teachings that are involved and and so i pray that um, that you would be glorified that you would restore that you'd restore us to your way. And I pray that the other nations would be drawn to you through that. Just like you uh, chastened Israel and and you worked in them uh, to be a light to the other nations, I pray that you'd make us a light to the other nations. I pray that you'd have mercy us. Yes. Please bring an awakening inspiration. I could just move on.
2: Thank you, Lord Jesus. God bless you, sister.
3: Thank you. God bless
2: you. (laughs) Okay, our phone number is 877-534-0780. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray.
4: Lord Jesus, we we do want to lift up the church today. Lord, I... We're in such trouble as as pastor laid out and it's even worse than that, I think. Lord, I am asking, Lord, that for the church, you would give us a spirit of repentance. Yes. A spirit of brokenness. Lord, I thank you for all the All the ways that I've been broken, Lord, they've helped reduce me, Lord, but there has to be a greater work, Lord, in my heart and in the church to where we won't be satisfied with just the Laodicean model, which has been prevalent in America for years. That's all we've had. It's been a dog and pony show at times, but there's not been any real move of the spirit in years, almost everywhere, Lord. So, Lord, I I just have to acknowledge my own part in that, Lord, because I'm part of the church, and Lord, we've been we've been lukewarm. Lord, I can't sugarcoat that, and I can't say it's them and not me. Lord, I'm just as much to blame as anyone else. But Lord, I'm asking that by your spirit that this would be changed. Yes. Lord, that you would give us the spirit of brokenness, of crying out before you. Not to punish ourselves, Lord, but to truly repent. And to lay down our lives Yes So Lord There's so many in the church that Are Are asleep Lord And I know That if they don't wake up soon Lord Then The judgments will increase And Then they're going to be in a very difficult place Because they They chose to stay asleep Lord, I'm not willing to be asleep. I'm asking that you would awake each one of us, Lord, that's willing to <clears throat> covenant with you, Lord, to give everything into your hands. Lord, please don't let us sleep. Please give us a broken heart for your church, Lord. Yes. Lord, I... I'm not here to castigate the church. I know pastors not even. But Lord, there has to be a change. And would you run the heavens and come down, Lord? No. We need you, Jesus. We can't go on in this current way that we've been operating, Lord. I'm asking for change. I'm asking for brokenness and repentance, a spirit of forgiveness. Lord, I'm asking that you would melt down all the hard edges. Lord, if there are any that remain, Lord, would you break those by your power, Jesus? And Lord, I'm asking for. An increase in the spirit of prayer for the church and a willingness to cry out to you, yes, a willingness to, to wait upon you and to do whatever you tell us to do. So, Lord, I we're in such trouble in America, Lord, but without the church, Lord. If, or, Without a remnant of the church, Lord, we're, we're in. We're not going to make it. So, Lord, I know historically you've always come at the most implausible times, at least according to man's wisdom. Yes. But Lord, you knew the opportune time when to move and when not to move. And so, Lord, Well, you're the omniscient one. I'm not the omniscient one, Lord. But I trust in your might and your power. I trust in your all-seeing eye. So, Lord, would you move in power? And would you continue to break our hearts? And, Lord, there's many people that have believed lies, but... There's a check in their spirit that something's wrong, but they don't know what's wrong. I'm asking, Lord, that you would show them that you would bring conviction of sin. Lord, that we could have conviction of sin again in the church. Lord, we've, in the Laodicean church, there's no conviction because we think that we're okay, because we're blind. Yes. And Lord, I just renounce all blindness. Lord, if I'm convicted by your Holy Spirit, Lord, I'll just repent. Yes. Lord, I don't want to cover things over, Lord, to make myself look good. Lord, would you have your way in this city, in this nation? Yes. Lord, I trust in your might and your power. Lord, I'm asking that you would continue to ramp up the urgency in our spirits. Lord, have your way. I bless you, Lord. In your mighty name, I pray.
2: Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, our phone number, 877-534-0780. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray.
3: We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are Almighty God, and you said, "Enter your gates with." So we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We worship you, Lord, because you're Almighty God. And today, Father, we want to bring the church and your people before you because we are a needy people. In Revelation, you have told us about the churches uh, that uh, you had. Something against them. And Lord, if you were to come to our churches here in America today, you would find much, much wrong. And I've often thought that, Lord, that you would not even be able to stay in the church. You would turn the pews over with anger of what's going on because we've been lied to. We haven't been told the truth. We have been given milk instead of meat. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. This has to turn around. We've listened to so many uh, TV ministers who uh, are afraid um, uh, to preach uh, the whole truth, Lord, and we've listened to ministers in our churches uh, in America, and they're afraid that they're going to lose their congregation, so they won't. They won't tell us the hard things of Your Word. They won't tell us uh, the Thou shalt not, Lord. And so uh, we're giving a message of uh, comfort and ease. And, and Father, uh, we are not our own. We we have been bought by your price, uh, by your blood. And, Father, uh, uh, we know what the Word of God says, and we know that we can't have one foot in the world and one foot into Christianity because it doesn't work. And your Word says that we have to deny ourselves and take up our cross which is our execution stake, and crucify ourselves. Lord, to say no to ourselves and not go the way of the world, to come out from among the world and be separate. But, Lord, the church looks so much like the world today and um, that we can't tell the world between the church. And so the message has just been watered down. But, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will uh, come down and that you will... um, uh, wash us and cleanse us, that you will bring conviction of sin once again, Lord, Father. That you would revive us and awaken us, and that we would become followers of Jesus and following your footsteps. And Father, do what you uh, did in, the, in uh, when you were on earth. We need to be regenerated, regenerated, and awakened, Lord. And so I pray, Father, that you open up the floodgates and come down with a mighty convicting power, Lord, causing us to repent. And not just verbally repent, but truly repent with sorrow and, Father, a a repentance that would turn us away from the things of the world. And, Father, I confess my own lukewarmness. And, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will set me on fire that I will have the unctioning of the Holy Spirit filled with deutimous power. And, Father, I pray for your people that you will raise up a church where you promised in the last days to pour out your spirit, and that's the promise I'm standing on. And I pray, Lord, um, for uh, for not only myself, but, the, but as a, a member of the church, uh, Lord, that we'd be transformed and changed and spirit-filled, uh, and be saints that uh, won't be cowards, but, Father, we will be strong and powerful in, in you, Lord, not in ourselves, because we can't do it ourselves, and it's only by your hand. So I pray, Father, that you will raise up soldiers of the cross to go out into the highways and byways to to win the lost souls, Why Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you, we need you today and now. Now is the time father um we need we need an, a great outpouring of the holy spirit and yes of the holy spirit fire lord to come down to change us and transform us lord we can't be the same that what we're, the way we're do- we're going because lord uh we will be headed for destruction and father things are going to be falling up all apart and if we don't have you and have your power lord um we're going to be lost. And so I pray, Father, that you will raise up, raise up a standard. You said it, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, that you would raise up a standard. These are scriptures I stand on. Believe and trust you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to send revival because you promised in the last days you would. And we're living in the last days. And so I pray, Father, that for the church, that you will transform and change us and come with a dudamus power that only you can do. We can't do it on our own, but we trust you and believe in you. And I thank you, Father, that um, you have not left us as orphans. You're not going to leave us alone. But Father, you're going to do a great and mighty work. I thank you for your truth, Lord. I thank you that you have given us the Bible that we can stand on and believe and trust, and that's what I trust in. And I just pray these things now in the name of Jesus. Amen.
2: Amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you. God bless you. Bye-bye. 877-534-0780. Our lines are wide open. Shannon Doerr, do we have anyone calling? Okay, the lines are wide open. They're waiting for you. 877 534 Zero seven eight zero. Lord, come, Lord Jesus. Okay, we have a caller. <clears throat> please, please pray.
5: Yes, hello, Father. Uh, when I stand, I am kneeling in my heart for you, Your Majesty, And my impenetrable veneration towards you, Your Daughter. Father, you are the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. And all that is in the heaven and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, Father, and you are exalted as head above all. Father, you are our creator, our master, our judge, our lawgiver, our king, our lord. You are the king of kings and lord of lords. You are our shepherd, our savior, our redeemer, our doctor, our father, and our friend. Father, I am your slave, your ambassador, your soldier, your sheep, your daughter, and your friend. And I bow down before you on this fifth day, and I worship you, and I praise you, and I thank you. Yes. Father, may my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice to you, Father. And I lift up the fruit of, li- of the lips. I lift up your holy name, Yahweh, Yeshua, Yeshua Mashiach, Yahweh you Emmanuel, Shiloh, Jesus Christ. Father, I pray you give us the courage the strength and the wherewithal to do your will and the joy to carry it out. I pray we put on the whole armor of you that we may be able to stand against the walls of the devil. Father, in the past I had heard about you from a family that didn't walk with you, but I fell in love with you, but I didn't know how to walk with you. And I walked in the ways of the world to cover my pain, through walking in sin, and you pulled me out, and I am so grateful because I deserve hell. I've broken every commandment, and I am so grateful to you that I've come to understand what it means to fear you and revere you, and I hate pleasure-seeking. It makes me sick, and I'm glad that I went through what I went through so that I can share this prayer, so I can pray to you and others here that I deserve to go to hell that we all deserve to go to hell and broken every uh, the, your commandments. And I pray that we all revere you and have a strong desire to want to know you, truly know you and read your word. Yes. Because when we read your word, we'll know when other people tell us things and say that it's about you or of you, we'll know if they're lying. And I thank you for giving me this strong desire to want to read about you, to know you. I can't wait to see your face. Father God, please help us. I submit myself to you, and I give you my life, everything that I am. Yes. And when I walk the cross in my town, I pray that people see your love for them, that it burn in their heart to want to repent and come to know you and be saved. And when I pass out the John 14:6 cards, I pray that you put in their heart understanding that when it says what you say, that you are the way and the truth and the life, and that there's no other way except to you, through you, that they understand what that means and come out from all of Satan's lies. Thank you, God, for everything. Thank you, Pastor Greenlee. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. Thank you. And thank you for your mail. God bless you.
2: Thank you. God yes, bless you. you.
5: Yes, thank you. Bye-bye.
2: Okay, our phone number 877 534 0780. That's 877 534 0780. Call now. We have a few more minutes. You're welcome to call and pray. Okay, we have another caller. Welcome. Please pray.
6: Uh, Father, thank you again for lifting up your name before us, using Pastor Ray and keeping them healthy so that we can hear more regarding you. you know, because your, your name must always be regarded as holy, your whole being. And, and for, for those of us who are called by your name, um, we need to reveal you and meditate, meditate on your on your word, um help us toward that end uh, also being holy well, within our being sold out to you into um, standing up for this process of sanctification that you' given us um to be giving us this opportunity um for uh even repenting until we are rendered acceptable uh, according to your standards uh keeping our eyes on Jesus so that you will create only what you want in us and, and yes. put only what you want to put into our hands to use. Yes. And as you deal with things down to the, the bottom, as our, our lives are being foreign to the image of Christ, um, rather than us stealing ourselves away from you, um, so that we die daily from this this selfish act against you, This, this as, as, as we don't know how to do this without you since you're the only one who can save us from this yes Um, we're not trying to condemn each other but but to just lay it all down between you before you and and put everything in your hands so you can create in us a broken spirit and contrite heart we can't get that on our own and um, we, we we don't want to be left with all these sharp edges and and you want to be able to to comfort one another, uh, learning yes. about your ways and, and, and about your glory, about how you put your glory on display, and and especially uh, to do so at your lampstands and to and and at those assemblies that 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 are being drawn to Jesus because he's being lifted up there, and uh, the mighty way in which. You want to just just work in our lives um, since we can't do anything for ourselves, and since you revive, it, and, and, and you know, it's only by your conviction basically that we even understand just how broken we are. We we really don't understand it, and, and we know we have a problem because we don't we don't trust you consistently uh, about your power and and your trustworthiness. <laughs> well, how can we not trust? The personification of trustworthiness. So we just ask you to bend us, that we can become a blessing on others, uh, by by showing that love that you've given to us or one another, and that we'll be able to be priests that, that practice the art of intercession for this dying world, and just like Jesus did, and had had, had us also, um, being free to discuss those faults or our blind spots to one another, and and to actually know about it because most of the time we we don't, we don't, we don't understand our our faults and, um, and we we may be denying ourselves, but we want to know more about you so that we can contrast how we should love one another and and encourage one another.
2: Thank you, Um, Jesus.
6: Yes. We, yes. Thank you, Jesus, because uh, we've been taking this thing too casually. Uh, in fact, some of us are just fakes without any form of understanding that we're just doing, you know, forms of godliness and not tapped into the real power and then causing it to, you know, b- b- boasting about it. Now, uh, this is, you know, we're, we're, we're lying against the things, that, you know, we're putting on you They have nothing to do with truth. And we want you to help us to get back to the truth of what we're really observing, you know, because... The judgment begins in your house, begins in the church. We plead that you give us the judgment unto repentance, though, that we You know we might deserve annihilation, but who else do we have to go to in heaven except you? And um, you already know everything about us, and you remember that we're just but dust. First, uh, just teach our hands how to fight for joy and help us to repent, please, so that we can walk with you. And these are yes. the things that what Jesus would want. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, we have time for another call. 877 534 Lord, I come pleading today that you would bend the church that you would bend the American church, that you would bend me. Lord, we're asking for a broken and humble spirit. We're asking that the show could stop. Lord, there was a reason the government said that churches were unnecessary. Lord, we have made that of ourselves. I'm asking, Lord, that you would break us. Bend us, almighty God. Bend us to your will, to your way. Lord, the world is so desperate and ugly As men and women go deeper and deeper into wickedness, and as the church becomes less and less relevant to a dying culture, Lord, your church is dying too. And I just come pleading today for your mercy that you would restore your church, Lord, that you would put a spirit of repentance. Of brokenness, of humility that you would cause us to stop all the the games, the entrepreneurship. Lord, the church, you didn't make it as a business, you made it as a body, and Lord, the body is broken and sick and dying. And I come today pleading your precious blood for your church. Lord, if we don't cry out for your church, who will? Lord, I know it's on your heart. I know it's the grave concern of your heart, your people. I know you love us. You died for us. Lord, please come. Come. With mighty power, please come. I pray in your holy and wonderful name. Amen. Well, we have five minutes left in this broadcast. If you'd like to call and pray very quickly, you're welcome to 877-534-0780. This week, you have been wonderful as a congregation you have been faithful to the lord in your giving and i thank you in the name of jesus i know it is at the prompting of the holy spirit that you have given i know you have not given to me you have given to the work of the gospel and the money that you send goes for the payment of the radio bill each month. You can write to me at Pastor Ray Greenley, National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. There's some of you I haven't heard from for some time, I'm concerned about you. Write to me at National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia. You can also go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. There you'll find the YouTube. Programs the, the resources to help you in this walk with Jesus. I'm eager to hear from you. Go to nationalprayerchapel.com You're welcome to join us on Sunday. We'll be gathering to worship at 10 o'clock in the morning. You can find our address and phone number at nationalprayerchapel.com We meet in worship until noon and then share a light lunch together. And then we have time just to fellowship with one another and pray for one another. So I'd love to hear from you, and you're welcome to come. Prayer is hard work. When you get in the prayer closet, you may feel like you have nothing to say. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you words to pray. Examine your heart and see if there's any sin you're holding on to, any hardness of heart. Always when we begin to pray about revival, we have to forgive those who have harmed us or injured us. And we have to confess our sin before God. Begin with the Lord's Prayer. It's the model Praise his name. Ask that his will be done in your life as it is in heaven. And then seek his face. You don't have to do all the talking. Take time to just sit in silence and wait on him. See what God wants to say to you. So as you read the scripture, you meditate, you pray, you fast the lord god will meet you well we're out of time for today's broadcast i'll talk to you soon god bless you
1: now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you blameless before the
5: presence of his glory great
0: joy, with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ alone. Before bamboo-